Today, we are pretending, if you will, it's getting to the end of the year, the church year. Next Sunday is the last year, the last week of the church year. And so all the readings, of course, if you go to Daily Mass, you'll find out through this week and today and next Sunday, talk about preparing for the end of the world, preparing for the end times, the end times in our own life, and the end times, of course, at the end of the world. You know, years ago when I was, I was uh, at, uh, at a prayer group down in Union City, Father Peterson's prayer group, and it was one of the times he couldn't be there. And in those days, boy, <laughs> we used to have something. I was still in college seminary, and uh, I was staying with Peterson or whatever, and I went down there. I can't remember exactly. The only thing I really remember about the prayer group was Sister Ignatius with this, she used to play this... Uh, some kind of instrument, I don't know what it was. It was like a flat harp, huh? And uh, we'd do all these songs and everything and listen. But what happened that night, and I can't exactly remember which it was, but we had just invaded someone or, uh, in the United States. It was before the Gulf War, so it was one of the things before that. And someone had just come in and was listening to the radio. And as they come running into the room, they're crying and they're all upset and they're screaming and they get all the people crazy because they said, we invaded someone, the world's going to end, and they start going nuts, and oh, let's pray. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm not right here. We're in the middle of a prayer group. We're praying to Almighty God, and something happens in the world, and everybody goes to pieces. And I thought, whoa, is that what we're about? And so when Christ starts and talks to us about these things, you know, it reminds me of what, um, not saint, but soon to be, maybe, Padre Pio said. He used to tell people all the time, Pray, hope, and don't worry. Pray, hope, and don't worry. We're confronted with catastrophic things, you know, like someone, like uh, the wrong president getting elected or something. We're confronted with catastrophic things like we're being thrown out of our church. We're confronted with catastrophic things like people we love die. We're confronted with these things Sometimes we're going crazy and saying, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? You're going to pray, you're going to hope, and you're not going to worry. That's what we're going to do. That's what we need to be doing. That's what Christ is telling us. And we have things when we pray, hope, and don't worry to assist us in these things. And the things we're going to focus on today is we have the Word of God, which is from the Gospel. We have the sacrifice of the Mass, which is a sacrifice and from the letter to Hebrews. And we have the angels to guard us and protect us as we hear from the book of Daniel before, uh, first. So let's first go to the uh, Word of God. And this is in Matthew's Gospel, I mean Mark's Gospel, chapter 13. There's a uh, Bible in your pews. If not, you can go into the regular, um, whatever we call those worship aids there. Missalettes, yeah, that'll work. Chapter 13 of Mark's Gospel, verse 24 and following. And here it talks about the tribulation and the darkness, and I mean, this would be a lot. And again, the Word of God is true. So it could be a lot that's happening here. And then it says, But the Son of Man will be coming in the clouds with great power and glory. And then he will send his angels. Again, we're going to see this. We see the angels uh, here a couple times. And they will send out his angels and gather the elect from the four winds. But then it says, if you go down to verse 31, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words uh, will not pass away. So the first thing we help that we got to pray, hope, and don't worry is the Word of God. That the Word of God will instruct us and lead us on all these different trials and tribulations that we can have. 
You know, again, when things happen to us, God has a better plan. Always. No matter what it is, God has a better plan. You know, again, if you go to John chapter 14, it talks about, do not let your hearts be troubled. Have faith in God and have faith in me. Don't worry about it, he says. I'm going to take care of you. Trust me, as we talked about last week. Huh? So the first thing we've got to do is when we're confronted with trials and tribulations is to run to the Word of God. To sit there and find in His Word the comfort that we need. This is the diary of how to live. It's the instruction manual on how to live our life. So the Word of God, again, we need, and Catholics especially aren't good with spending time with the Word. Most of you are, I know, because you're a little different. But if you're not used to spending time with the Word, you know, again, my kids come into prep all the time and they'll say, Father, where is this passage? Where is this passage? Where is this passage? And I say, oh, right here. And they'll say, how do you know all that, Father? And I says, well, because I've been studying it since I was 17, I'm 40 now, but the reality is you got to know that. Like if I ask you, give me a passage that talks about letting not your heart be troubled. Could you tell me that? Could you sit there and give me a passage where it says, fear not? Again, it says it 365 times in the Bible, do not be afraid. Could you give me one? Could I ask everyone in this congregation, give me one passage in the Bible that says, do not be afraid. Could you do that? And if you can't, then you really got to learn to spend some more time with the Word of God. This got to be that which influences our lives the most. God's Word, not television, not just uh, what our friends say or not even what the pastor says. The Word of God has been given to us and it will help us in our prayer. So when you and I have our daily prayer life, and I know everybody here does, does it include spending time with His Word? Do you? If not, then what can happen in our regular daily prayer is we are just spoken words, speaking words to God and not letting Him speak to us. This is how God speaks to us through his word. So, do you and I spend time with the word of God every day? It's our help so we can pray, hope, and not worry about all these things that could happen. Who cares? You do realize we're going to be in heaven a billion years from now, and we're going to not remember any of these things or remember them very slowly. You're like, oh yeah, I remember I was quite upset about that. You've got to keep the perspective, what is this compared to eternity? The word of God will help you to do that. The second thing we need to look at, of course, is from Hebrews. And in Hebrews chapter 10, for those who don't have, look, can't find Hebrews, it's on page 1334 in your Bibles. Hebrews chapter 10, and we can really start at verse 10. By this will we have been consecrated to the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. What happens at every Mass is we get consecrated with Jesus and are offered up to the Father that this sacrifice of the Mass, this unbloody sacrifice, which happens right here on this altar, is a participation in the life, death, and resurrection of Christ. It's real. In fact, what happens is we are at Calvary now. We are at the uh, resurrection now. We are at the Last Supper now. And as Christ offers up his body to the Father, that once and for all, we who are the body of Christ are taken up into that. You know, the reality that the Mass, one Mass, has infinite merits. 
One mass. You know, that's why, again, where is that mass in my life? Again, my challenge is most of us, if possible, should be going to daily mass because it's the way we renew the covenant in our life. And we need to do that. You know, last night when I got to say mass, it was about 10.30 at night, I'm at St. Luke's, and I love those times when, when instead of hundreds of people around me, just I can be focused with Christ. And so last night what I did is when I offered mass, I offered it a mass of thanksgiving because I know the Lord is taking care of us as a parish. I know he has. And so I just sat there and said, thank you, Lord, for taking care of us. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for answering our prayers. Thank you, Lord. The whole time was a time of thanksgiving, which every Mass is. The Mass, the word Eucharist, means thanksgiving. So what happens when I go to Mass, I'm offering thanks with Christ. So in the midst of anything I happen to be in, I'm looking at God and saying, thank you, Lord. And it might be a miserable day for me, but I'm looking at God and saying, thank you with the Lord Jesus, because I know that though this is all this garbage going on around me, I know, Jesus, that I have so much to be thankful for. And in the midst of the pain and tribulation, I look at you, Lord Jesus, I look at you, Holy Father, in the power of the Spirit, and I, with Jesus Christ, say, thank you. It's an offering of thanksgiving. And if you and I are going through the times, again, <laughs> when we're going through tribulations, a lot of times we stay focused on ourselves, don't we? Oh, my, life sucks, this is bad, oh, why do I have to go through this? And we're so focused on ourselves, and Jesus says, stop it, look at me, look at the Father, and get caught up. And when you and I start praising God, we get lifted up out of the mire we are in, and we can look at God and know that this too shall pass. The only thing that matters is our Lord Jesus Christ and that we're going to be with him forever. And at Mass, we get to enter into heaven. So if you're having a bad day, go to Mass and enter into heaven. Experience heaven for a while, and then things will start to change. So the way to pray, hope, and not worry is first by spending time with the Word of God. The second thing is by spending time with the sacrifice of the Mass, that one that brings healing to all of us, that one-time thing that Christ did at Calvary, and we re-represent every Eucharist throughout the world every day. For daily Mass, I can't even imagine no one not doing it. Finally, let's go to Daniel chapter 12. And what happens here, and again, we saw it already in the Scriptures when he goes out to get us, and we don't have to be afraid of the angel. Here in chapter 12 of Daniel, it says, At that time there shall arise Michael, the great prince, guardian of your people. So that Michael is there to guard us and protect us. And in case you're wondering what that means more, you can go to the book of Revelation, chapter 12, verse 7. Revelation, verse 12, chapter 12, verse 7, page 1384. Then war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels battled against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back. But the dragon, but they did not prevail, and there was no longer any place for them to heaven. In heaven, the huge dragon, the ancient serpent, who was called the devil and Satan, who deceived the whole world, was thrown down into the earth, and its angels were thrown down with them. 
Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, Now has salvation and power come, the kingdom of our God and the authority of his anointed one, for the accuser of our brother who is cast out, who accuses them before God day and night. They conquered him by the blood of the Lamb, Mass, and by the word of the testimony, living the word of God, love for life did not deter them from death, so rejoice, you heavens, and you that dwell therein. So what's called to us is when we realize that we have the angels that are fighting for us, protecting us, and ultimately we know by the word of God that we win. There is nothing to worry about. We've got to pray with his word at the Mass. We've got to hope. God has won, and we've got to not worry. I am being taken care of by the angels of God. And when this starts happening, then what happens is we become people grounded in Jesus Christ. We become people who are grounded in God and not in the world. And if anything, what we need to be are people grounded in Christ, people grounded in God not people that are grounded in the world because the world changes every day. Good times, bad times, happy times, sad times, but we're grounded in God. So the challenge today is to pray, to hope and not worry. And the tools to help us to pray, hope, and not worry, no matter what life brings us, is the Word of God, the sacrifice of the Mass, and the angels who guard us and protect us, Michael, and, of course, the guardian angels that have been given to every single one of us here. You got it? You get it? Good. Each of you know his love today and forever. Amen.